<laughs> Joining us now, the man, the myth, the legend. I won't do it again. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully not. Uh, General Manager for the Utah Jazz, Justin Zanuck. Uh, Justin, how are you, man? Hey, Justin. I'm good, guys. How are you? Uh, we're doing Coming well. Off a great conversation with George, uh, that's for sure. You know, I'm not going to lie. You know, we wanted to get you on because, you know, we got DJ and PK and the big show all want to crack, and so sometimes we let that happen. But I'm glad we finally get a chance to chat. How, how was your summer? Busy. Yeah, a little bit, wasn't it? A little busy, but uh, good. Very good. Um, you guys you guys had a plan. You followed through that plan, and you were able to hit some uh, big home runs. What was the whole process like for you? I just think, it, you know, it's a credit to Dennis and and uh, the front office group and our coaching staff being very involved in, in all the decisions that we try to make and have the opportunities that we were able to execute on. It starts really with the Millers giving us the opportunity to build a team like this. Um, you know, we have a long season ahead of us. You know, this is... You know, Dennis has referenced this is kind of like the first day of school. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the coaching staff and uh, our group, we get to see how this group gels, you know, the beginning of a new team. It's a new team every year, even if you have the same players like we've had the last couple of years. But we're really excited to see how it goes. And I think we have a bunch of high character guys with a lot of skill in a very, very tough Western Conference. And I think it'll be fun. Um, it's not going to be easy, but it's going to be fun. I've always appreciated watching general managers build rosters and bring in new talent, and I, especially when you see kind of new concepts with different ideas from different general managers and changes. And then I, I, I have a fun time watching those general managers get to almost play with that roster like it's a toy. <laughs> you get to see, like, okay, well, we did this defensively, and we did this through assists, and we want this up top. You know, when, when you think of this roster that you helped build, Justin, what gets you really excited about it? I think I get really excited about the possibilities that are available to Q that Q gets a chance he's a unbelievable teacher his staff are all master teachers he's shown the ability his group to get our guys better whether they're rookies they're middle of their career towards the end of their career that's a, a major credit to the players that we've brought in as well and their character and wanting to get better and embracing that so I think with the additions that we've made, whether it's through draft, free agency, and trade, those guys have those characteristics. They've wanted to come and play for Q. Um, it unlocks potential combinations all over the roster. Maybe a matchup thing, maybe a feel thing. Um, we trust Q implicitly. And um, so that's what I'm most excited for is that, you know, there's there's things that he gets to stretch and look at and it's a reason why we have a roster of 17 players. You know, there's all sorts of things that happen during the season. So if there are different versatility fits, guys that can play different positions, guys that make sense in a, in a certain matchup, and then we have the character of guys that are here for the team um, and they're from defensive programs, so hopefully seamlessly that comes in with our defensive backbone here, those are the things that I'm excited about for Q. Realistically speaking, even if you look at, like, the – you know, 2010 Miami Heat, there's still a learning curve there on guys learning to play together. So uh, do you anticipate that there'll be some of that out of the gate? Repetitions matter. Yeah. Hans, you know, mm -hmm. you know, in football, that you know, you can have all the talent in the world, but they need to play together and be on the same page. Timing and rhythm. So, so those, those reps, um, whether those are reps that are public in preseason games or private reps in practice, uh, those could be individual sessions. Those could be five-on-five -five sessions, just them spending time. I think we were able to get a little bit done in our OTAs. We had a great attendance of guys excited to enjoy the weather here in Salt Lake City in the fall. Are those really optional? 
they are options. Okay. <laughs> options. Per the CBA. Speaking as a former agent, yeah, per yeah. the CBA, they are. <laughs> but there's a lot of want to of guys that yeah. want to be here. You also want, you know, they have families. They want to come in here, get settled. They want to continue to work out. Like I said, we have a coaching staff of master teachers, so they get great instruction when they want to be here. Our guys are here 12 months out of the year, our coaching staff, our training staff. So it's really an opportunity for these guys to get better, and then that also allows them to get to know each other a little bit. Justin, I know that most NBA fans out there, have a, and, and jazz fans in particular, have a really good understanding of what Mike Conley brings to the team, I think, for the most part. I think one of the mysteries is the entirety of what Boyan Bogdanovich brings to the team. Can you kind of help Jazz fans understand what they just got in a forward in Boyan Bogdanovich? So first of all, um, an incredible worker and a great offensive talent who is underrated defensively. He is not just a shooter. He's 6'8", 225, 230, and can score at all three levels. He's naturally unselfish. He knows how to play. He plays the game the right way. He will be a seamless fit, both character, what Quinn wants to do on the court, offensively, defensively. will be able to take pressure offensively off guys, and he's big. He can play two, three different positions, can play pick and roll. So just adding a versatile player like that who's a you know, a highly skilled offensive player, just helps unlock a lot of different combinations for Q. Almost not, I don't, I don't want to get into necessarily positionalist basketball, but it gives the ability where Quinn's not pigeonholed and like this guy's just a four, this guy's just a three, this guy's just a two. He can play all three of those positions. And that helps him play to be able to play with multiple guys across the 17 man roster. You know, I never really bought into the whole nobody wants to play in Salt Lake City because people want to play for a winner. And when you, you know, obviously with Donovan Mitchell and and Rudy, those are your corner pieces. But then you add Mike Connolly. And once that Connolly trade goes through, I got to imagine the phones were were answered even even more so based on the level of free agents you were able to bring in after that move was made. No question. I think it's a little bit of a a validation of the things that were already happening here. Yeah. I, I would certainly, you know, the players that you mentioned that they they want to play with and Donovan and Rudy, but, you know, a really very important piece is Q. Yes. And being able to, you know, play for a coach that that allows guys to play, you know, the people like the way we play, whether that's publicly or privately. And then with adding Mike, if you go down and look at the players that we've added and where they've played, there's a couple of them that have played in Memphis, um, Ed Davis and uh, Jeff Green. And both of them, you know, have been closely watching what we've been doing, but also the chance and opportunity to play with Mike and uh, hopefully on a competitive team in a tough Western Conference. You know, I think they relish the challenge. Yeah. I would love to know what it's like to sit next to you during World Cup play where you've got all your big guns <laughs> out on a court. I, I got to imagine there's a lot of pride, but kind of take me into that because there were so many players in different countries yeah. that are on this roster doing great things. So we were actually pretty close to it. So front office, coaching staff, training staff, we had people around all of our guys the entire program the entire World Cup program. So I was in Shanghai for nine days. David Morway and Stephen Schwartz were following Joe and Rudy. So you go there, you want them to play well. You want them to compete for the countries because you know they love it. You love the fact that they're, you know, getting great experience. They're in shape. But, you know, you keep it out of your mind that they're they're competing and you want them to get back here safe and healthy, and, and they all have. So 
a blessing that way. Really impressive, though. Some of the individual performances through yeah. World Cup play. It was fun. It was fun to have the Jazz on yeah. on, a, on a worldwide stage. And you're going to see more of that next year because yeah. we've got the Olympics coming up and qualifying. So hope it goes well. Hey, let's do this again soon okay. sometimes. Let's do it. Thanks, we, Justin. No yeah. Thanks, guys. Tell, yeah, I really appreciate you. Tell, tell right. Gordon Jake just to calm down. <laughs> we, we, we can snag you every now and then. <laughs> no, I appreciate it. See you guys. Uh, Justin Zanuck, general manager of the Utah Jazz, right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.